Looking for good sports conversations, sports media, and important topics for athletes and fans alike, and at times, my favorite sports teams? Check out Sports for Beginners with me, Scott McGregor, where we will break down all of the action. To learn more about the podcast, like the Sports for Beginners Facebook page. Search Sports for Beginners. Dolphins Miami bye week of the football season is over. And now it's time with the bye week in the rear view mirror to get back to playing awesome. First up, it's time. To recap, Raiders of Las Vegas versus Miami Dolphins. This is Dolphins post game. This is Miami Dolphins football, and it continues to begin. Right now, on the home of the Sports for Beginners podcast feed, you are locked in to the programming station of the one and only Dolphins Post Game Show on the Sports for Beginners where the fishes play their football. This is Miami Dolphins postgame NFL edition. And now here's the host of the show, Thomas McGregor. It is the Miami Dolphins postgame show with me, your host, Thomas McGregor, on Sports for Beginners, the podcast. Currently, right now, we have the final game of Week 11 going on at the time of this recording between the Kansas City Chiefs and the Philadelphia Eagles. But that's not what we're here to record on our podcast program. No, we're here to recap Sunday's 20 to 13 victory for the Miami Dolphins out of the bye week against the Las Vegas Raiders. If you are catching this on Tuesday, and odds are you probably will be, by then, week 11 will have concluded. But we are going to check in with that game. 
as we get you ready for Buffalo Bills post game. And we are going to set up what has already finaled Sunday Night Football. And we are also going to prepare you for what is already going on. We'll give you the keys to victory for the Monday Night Football matchups. Those to come in the final segment of the show. But first, Miami, Las Vegas, the bye week is over, and this is the game we get. This was a very interesting game going into the next couple of games for the Dolphins and the Raiders. And if my report is correct, ladies and gentlemen, I believe that both teams have passed their bye week. I think the Raiders' bye week is already finished. Oh, no, pardon me. The Raiders' bye week is uh, coming up. I believe it's after next Sunday. We'll talk about more of that in the final segment, as well as the keys to victory. In our opening segment, however, let's get straight down to breaking down the game. And we are not going to do the scoring summary like we did in previous Dolphin games. That we've recapped. And for that reason, we're going to look at the box score first. So, in terms of possession, both teams held the ball for a timeline of, in the Las Vegas Raiders case, 27 minutes and 45 seconds. Meanwhile, for the Dolphins of Miami, they held on to the ball for a time of possession of 32 minutes and 15 seconds. Both teams got a lot of first downs, but Miami had all of the first downs, 21 in total compared to the Las Vegas Raiders, 12. However, Las Vegas had Miami down, but they but they weren't out. They weren't out. If you're saying, but Thomas, if, you, if you're saying they were down, they were out of it, weren't they? Not necessarily. See, they trailed by a field goal going into the second quarter. Meaning they had to make a field goal just to keep it at a very close game, like a 10-10 game. So, a tie, if you will, going into the second quarter. And of course, 
we would make another field goal for the Las Vegas Raiders, but it would be the only point that they would get when it came to the second quarter of the first half, which would leave them with a number three on the score sheet in the first half, second quarter. The Dolphins, on the other hand, would score a six, which would end up being a seven on the score sheet, but would end up taking the lead by one. It would be 14 Miami Dolphins over 13 Las Vegas Raiders as we approached halftime. When halftime concluded, the Dolphins were the only ones on the board and they scored a six but could not convert to make it 21 Miami Dolphins to 13 Las Vegas Raiders. Back to the box score here, as that would be where our total ends up. Eh? In total of the 12 first downs that the Las Vegas Raiders had, 10 of those first downs were passing plays, and 2 of those first downs were on the ground, so they ran the ball 2 times. Eh? Meanwhile, for the Dolphins, they had 12 passing plays for a total of 7 rushing plays in just 21 first downs. The Las Vegas Raiders were never caught on the flag. So they didn't receive penalties. And this and this information that I'm reading you comes courtesy of my CBS Sports app. Download the app and follow your team to keep up to date with the team or other sports leagues that you find interest in. My understanding is there is a Cricket World Cup going on. But I'll talk about that when I know more information about it. Anyways, with the Dolphins taking two penalties, just two, they would go three for 11 in third down efficiency. However, you would go 4 for 14 with the Las Vegas Raiders in third down efficiency. You cut to the fourth down, and I am actually shocked at how bad both teams were on fourth downs. The Miami Dolphins 
are lucky they didn't see fourth down two times. They did not convert on the attempt a fourth down, but the Las Vegas Raiders didn't convert on their first try nor their second try on third down efficiency. Excuse me, fourth down efficiency. So, where did all these plays end our total yards in? Well, let's talk about the plays first. So, for a total of 296 yards, the Las Vegas Raiders had 59 plays in total. When compared to a 68 plays from the Miami Dolphins, they tackled on 422 total yards, with them going 6.2 yards per play, 325 yards passing, to a five and a half yards per play for the Las Vegas Raiders, or as we knew them in seasons before this era, the Oakland Raiders. But we're going to stick with the Las Vegas Raiders because that's their name. And their passing yards, when compared to the 325 yards from the Miami Dolphins, were 271 passing yards. Both quarterbacks passed the 20 out of 20 mark, but were only able to, in the Las Vegas Raiders quarterback, and I'll get through the quarterback names in just a moment, perhaps when we do our middle segment, a friendly reminder, a friendly reminder that after this show wraps up, we'll send you over to Bill's post game and get you ready for the 425 matchup, which had gone on and had gone final. We will talk about that in the middle segment when we do our look around the league. So stay tuned for that. And we will send you off with our final segment to the Bills postgame. And we've also got something else in store for you later on Bills postgame. But I'll reveal more details on that later. Anyways, on the Las Vegas Raiders side, the completion attempts were 24 of 41 for the Las Vegas Raiders. Meanwhile, Tyreek Hill's team, the Miami Dolphins, was 28 of 39 in completion attempts, giving them an 8.1 yard per pass, 
Meanwhile, for the Las Vegas Raiders, a 6.0 yard per pass. Both teams got sacked with their quarterback. And for Tua, that is the quarterback of the Miami Dolphins. He got sacked two times, but only once did he lose a yard. Meanwhile, get this. The Las Vegas Raiders quarterback in O'Connell. I'm not sure how I could say the first uh, name, but O'Connell he as the quarterback of the Las Vegas Raider got sacked two of eleven. So he got sacked two times and he lost eleven yards. Now we talk about rushing yards, but let's just see what the rushing yards in terms of the plays actually was. And before we do get to that, I want to talk about the penalties because the Miami Dolphins may have got two penalties. But when you look at the penalties total, the Miami Dolphins got five out of 44 penalties. And the Las Vegas Raiders received five out of 41 penalties. Now you may be asking me, you may be asking me, Thomas, if the Raiders didn't get any penalties, then why are you telling us they actually did get penalties? Well, because remember, penalties can occur with any type of penalty. It could be holding. It could be uh, illegal block in the back. It could be too many players on the field. It could be all these different types of penalties that I could go on and talk about, but we'd be wasting our time. So I will discuss that probably on a latest edition episode of Sports for Beginners with our host of Sports for Beginners, Scott McGregor, at a later time. Anyways, so the Miami Dolphins rushed for 99 yards. The Las Vegas Raiders, on the other hand, rushed for 36 yards. Now, we talked about the rushing yards earlier when we talked about the total yards in terms of rush plays. But, like I said, there's a difference. 
Now, I'm not sure what the difference is, and I'm and I know most of you guys are not sure what the difference is. But we learn, but we were, but we learn something every new new every day. We learn something new every day. So, in total, the Miami Dolphins rushed with the ball 28 times. However, the Las Vegas Raiders rushed 16 times. That's not a lot, but it's bigger than what I actually said the total yards per rush were. Speaking of yards per rush, with 16 for the Las Vegas Raiders, they averaged a total of 2.3 yards per rush. Meanwhile, the Miami Dolphins rushing for 28 of the rushes had an average yards per rush 3.5. Both teams hit the red zone. Surprisingly, although probably not surprising if we've all looked at the highlights, which I'm sure most of us have, as we were waiting for Dolphins postgame to come out at the time of this recording, might be asking ourselves, how come the Dolphins converted once on the red zone opportunity and the Las Vegas Raiders just didn't convert in the red zone. Like they got one chance and they blew it. Well, I wish I could give you the answer, but I did, but I was not at the game. So I don't know how they could blow it. I will say that if it was goal-to-go efficiency, this should not surprise any of us. Nobody had a goal-to-go efficiency. It was complete zeros on the board there. And we we never talk about turnovers because I don't want to ruin our time together. But let's talk about turnovers on this one. And then we'll take a breather and get to our play of the game. And I think there's a victory speech from the Miami Dolphins, so we'll hear from that. Due to time constraints, though, I don't want to talk. I don't want to use uh, media availabilities, so we're not going to do that for this one. But we are going to hear the victory speech. We're going to get our play of the game, and I'm going to introduce. With the holiday season uh, around the corner, and we're getting close to December, I'm going to introduce our Sports for Beginners player of the game with some special music that will end off our middle segment when we do our middle segment. 
So stick around for that. And of course, as I mentioned, in the final segment, we'll talk about the games for the Dolphins and the Raiders. We will talk about my perspective on the game. We'll get to our play of the game. If we get difficulty doing it through the middle segment, probably. And we will do our keys to victory as well. To put a bow on the show. But let's take a brief break in the action and get back to some more of Dolphins postgame. Right after these words from our station. You're listening to Dolphins football. Miami Dolphins post game, that is, on the Sports for Beginners podcast studio. And we continue right after this. Stay with us. When it comes to life and watching sports, sometimes you can't do both. Well, you can, but it costs money, and that means jobs, right? Join me, Thomas McGregor, on a Working Environment podcast where we take a break from covering sports and dive into how people like athletes, coaches, teachers, etc. deal with challenges in the workplace. I hope you will join us because together we can get ready for the workforce and make connections too. To learn more, please visit Beyond the Ice and Behind the Fences Facebook page. 5-1 team. And they took all four quarters to get knocked out. I'm so proud of this team um, because the way you guys approached it, the way the effort and the strain was, you guys played together. And, I mean, literally our sidelines are a beautiful thing during the game. This is just focus and next play. The mindset is real. One, two, three, five. As I mentioned earlier, we would hear our victory speech. That is the victory speech for the Miami Dolphins. And welcome back in the Dolphins postgame. It is our opening segment of the program. We appreciate you checking us out here on Sports for Beginners and wherever you may be listening to this program. Should it be brought out? of the Sports for Beginners vault into any other podcast feed. Whether you are listening to us from Sports for Beginners on Apple, Spotify, or somewhere in between that podcast feed, welcome. So, where were we? Oh, right. I believe it was right after the turnovers. Now, I'm actually a little shocked about when I'm about to what about what I'm about to read to you, courtesy of my CBS Sports app, and that is our fumbles and. Our interception. Let's get the interceptions out of the way first, though. So, O'Connell, as the Las Vegas Raiders quarterback, 
through three interceptions, three interceptions. The Miami Dolphins quarterback in two whack, however, did not. He only threw one interception in the 20-13 victory over the Las Vegas Raiders coming off the bye. Now let's talk about fumbles. The fumbles. And this is really interesting because sometimes you recover the fumble and sometimes you don't recover the fumble. For the Miami Dolphins in this game, it was we fumble the ball, we pick it up. We fumble the ball, we pick it up. And each time they had the ball, they would fumble, but somehow, some way, still come up with the football. And that's pretty interesting. In my in my opinion, that's pretty interesting. Of course, we're all entitled to our own opinions. How many touchdowns were scored in that game? Well, that's an easy question. Two for the Dolphins and one for the Las Vegas Raiders. But how did it all happen? It wasn't on the ground. If we were if we were gonna say, oh, they scored a touchdown on the ground. Eh, we're wrong. All the touchdowns were scored on passing plays. Two of them came from the Miami Dolphins, and one of them came from the Las Vegas Raiders. I find that to be a little suspicious, though, because didn't because didn't the Las Vegas Raiders score a big fat after trying to make a field goal for three. Maybe they made two field goals, and that's why it was six before they got to a seven. Because they had ten going into the second quarter, and the Dolphins had seven going into the second quarter. Where it then later became the question of, as I went over early in the opening segment, the three and a seven, ultimately the Dolphins took the lead. Because it was 13 to 14. But the Dolphins only led by one. They only had one big. They only had one number bigger than the Las Vegas Raiders. And that was 14. So. None of us really talk about return yards. But given the game was about return yards. And touchdowns. Let's see where our return yards for both teams ended up. Eh? And then I promise we'll get to our play of the game to wrap up the opening segment and get us set 
for our middle segment, which will detail the game balls of the game and some other things to do with. So, the return yards. The kicker takes the ball. How many yards do you think your team, who is receiving the ball, is going to go? Well, for the Miami Dolphins, they returned the ball for 38 yards. 38 yards. And this is actually not surprising to me, but, I mean, I don't know a lot about the Las Vegas Raiders' is rushing or or kick return units. I'll probably get some notifications in there when I do get a chance to cover them sometime. Probably next season I'll do some research on the Las Vegas Raiders in terms of their return yards. But anywho, they got 12 yards in terms of returning the football. And that wraps up our game. That's that wraps up our game summary. Now, it's time for my favorite part and most likely yours as we send the opening segment into a bow and get ready for the middle segment before we end up taking another quick breather. Yes, we're going to do a little bit at the middle segment within the opening segment. Before we take a little bit of a breather and uh, return our middle segment with finishing it off to begin our final segment. Uh, for all of you Penguins fans tuning in the Dolphins post game, if you are a Dolphins fan, welcome. Uh, but if you are missing out on some of the Penguins post games, I know it can be hard to keep up with sports. I'm having trouble myself, but I've decided to do something on On the Ice and Behind the Benches and give you the program on Wednesdays. So every Wednesday I will have a bunch of different Pittsburgh Penguin hockey games. Of course, the games will already have been finaled, but they will all be appearing on Wednesdays for On the Ice and Behind the Benches. Just thought I'd get that out of the way. And with that all being said, let's find our Dolphins player of the our Dolphins play of the game and our Raiders play of the game. And this is all courtesy of the NFL app. Download the app on the Google Play Store or the Apple Store. And of course, follow your team. While we get to the play of the game, let's look at who our officials were, if we have the officials. Actually, you know what? We're just going to go to the highlights. We're just going to go to the highlight from a Dolphins game with the Raiders. Now the games, now the game obviously has gone final. And so has every other 1 o'clock Sunday night game and 4 o'clock Sunday afternoon game. All of these have gone final by now. But like I said with the Sunday night football game, we are going to do what, what, what I said we will do. And that is tee up Sunday night football. And of course, we're going to check in with the game that we're also going to tee up, 
Monday Night Football, which is currently underway. Here are, here is a play of our game. Let's look at first the the Las Vegas Raiders play of the game, and it comes courtesy of Christian Wilkins. Um, on O'Connor. Oh wait, no, that would be a turnover play. Let's actually go to, let's start with the Dolphins play of the game, and the people that called it were the guys on CBS, and um, with that all being said, we will hear this play of the game from CBS, and we will get you set for the Raiders play of the game as well. So here, it, so here are the men that called the game, here are their call. On the play of which Jalen Ramsey's is the man who made an interception. Let's listen. On the left side, Jacoby Myers goes to the outside. Or it's Tucker that's on the outside. Ball a little bit behind. You make that mistake. Ramsey's going to undercut it and get the interception. Second interception. Let's uh, let's see if we can go. Let's see if we can get back to that one on the Ramsey's interception. And we also have two plays of the game. So before we get to Jalen Ramsey's again, here are the men that called it, and your actual Dolphins play of the game comes from the Cheetah. The Roadrunner of the Kansas City Chiefs, now Miami Dolphins in Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill, let's see the play. Raiders have six in the secondary, third down and eight for Tonga by Lower Bruce. Different concepts, similar design. Wilson goes to the inside to draw the attention of the safety mirror and then thrown it to that window, the timing of it. That's why Tua is able to get the ball out of his hands so quickly. I mean, he went into spaces and windows. I mean, he's like a minnow in shallow water. Going into space in the middle windows. Damn, I'm I'm actually uh, I'm actually sorry you, you I'm actually sorry you said that. Uh, you you heard me say that, but um, that actually is impressive. I've never actually heard that um, that word come out of the CBS broadcasters, but I heard it now. And now, let's get to a play from the Las, Ve the 
the Las Vegas Raiders. But before we do, here is, once again, the play of the Dolphins game. I said we had two. And it is Jalen Ramsey's interception. Here are the men that called it. And let's have a listen. Shall we? Luminor the block. The throw by O'Connor. Yeah, just, yeah, just, yeah, just, yeah, just, yeah, just to get, yeah, just to get the point across there. Um, Jay, yeah, Jalen Ramsey's picks off O'Connell and comes up big. All right, now let's get to our. Raiders play of the game. And let's give it to the former Green Bay Packer. Yes, I do believe this guy was a Green Bay Packer. Devontae Adams gets the Las Vegas Raiders play of the game in what appears to be a 46-yard touchdown by O'Connell. Let's let, let's watch and listen. Here are the boys from CBS. The people that called it on Sunday, as we're recording this on the Monday. One of the things Antonio Pierce told us is he wanted him to be more vocal now that he's the starting quarterback, and that's what he's done. First and 10, going, first and 10. a touchdown. Adams comes up with a big touchdown reception. Well, this is just a play making you're working a crossing route all the way across the field. And Robertson tries to fall back into position. Well, the opening segment has come and gone. And that was a great transition of our play of the game. Uh, if you are asking in your voice messages, what music was I playing as we returned from break to our opening segment well that was a holiday spirit kind of music and if you could probably guess who wrote that song or had an abbreviation of the song we were playing the instrumental as we got to hear from mike mcdaniel 
and the rest of the Miami Dolphins during the victory speech. Yeah? So now that we've gotten that out of the way, let's kickstart our look around the league to start us off with the middle segment and look at what happened in the one o'clock games. What happened in the Thursday night game and what happened in the late afternoon games on Sunday before we get down to the big gator. Otherwise, in Buffalo Bills case, known as the primetime game, Sunday Night Football, which later we'll also give our keys to victory, even though we'll have told ourselves what the final score was. And actually, we'll save Sunday Night Football for later. In the final segment. We'll save that for later. So week 11. Kicked off with a literal bang. In November. I'm talking. The Baltimore Ravens. Taking on the. Cincinnati Bengals. Who. If you remember. Met with DeMar Hamlin and the Buffalo Bills some weeks ago before they faced Houston. Now they faced the Ravens. This week. And they lost. But of course, if you're a Cincinnati Bengal fan and you've listened and you're listening to this post game and we're talking about your team, we're not going to talk about bad about your team. We're just going to reveal the score and, you know, get it over with so you're not depressed about us covering the game. You guys didn't lose by a lot. Let me make this clear, though. You didn't lose by a lot. You lost by like 14. So let's so so let's see if we got the so let's see if we get the math right. It's Thursday night football. It's thirty four twenty. If you had had twenty one, be the final score to Baltimore's thirty four. My guess is you would only have been down thirteen, and you would have had. If there was still time left, like you could have had a chance at taking the game away from Baltimore. It was that close. I mean, look, 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 look. 20. Cincinnati, 34. Baltimore Ravens. If it went in the other way, and it was Cincinnati 34, I, I mean, I don't know what to tell you. Probably be the same score. Could be bigger. Could have been 35 to 20. 
pick could have been. On to Sunday, obviously, we know about our game, the Dolphins victorious over the Raiders. Let's look at our other Sunday night matchup, or Sunday Sunday matchups. And yes, I know I said Sunday night, but we're going to get to Sunday night, I promise you. So while the Dolphins are celebrating a 20-13 victory over the Las Vegas Raiders, the Chicago Bears are not having fun getting beaten by the Detroit Lions 31-26. They lost by 5. Again, very close. And this one's close, too. I don't, I don't even have to do the math on this one. To Green Bay we go, and the score, 23-20 to 20 in favor of the Green Bay Packers over the Los Angeles Chargers. How about the game in Houston? Hey, we just mentioned Houston on the Raiders' schedule. Oh, excuse me. On the, on the Cincinnati Bengals' schedule. I mispronounced that there. And they beat Kyler Murray's team in the Arizona Cardinals 21 16. Yeah, they yeah, they yeah, they they put on a literal beating. But I don't think it was that bad. I could do the math on that, but we'd be here all day. Let's move along into Jacksonville. Oh yes. The guys that apparently London, England, according to some reports. In London, it was portrayed as Jacksonville basically is the home of the London-England football matchups. But I don't think that is necessarily the case. Anyways, let's go into their game. As they managed to smack around the Tennessee Titans, 34-14. to That's a 20-point game, I think. Because if it was... 24 to 34, that's a 10 point game. So, yeah, that's not a really good game for the Tennessee Titans. And reminder, Dolphins fan, actually, no, I don't want to spoil that. I don't want to spoil it. I want to wait till we get to the final segment to talk about how the Tennessee Titans are coming. But they are on the schedule, and they are coming. With that being said, let's move across from Miami's game that we are that we are covering again, twenty to thirteen, the final, Dolphins over the Las Vegas Raiders, and let's go into Washington. Oh, Washington! What kind of performance was this? It was definitely a battle, but it was shortly lived when the Giants got the better of you. 
the New York Giants win this game 31 to 19. Absolutely taking care of business in the Washington Commanders. That had to hurt. We've moved to the 425 games, the 4 o'clock games. And I've got something special that I'm sure by now Buffalo Bills fans checking in to this post game if they already saw Bills post game before they check this out. Again, welcome. Thank you for joining us. We'll be sending it off to Bill's post game anyways after this show is completed and ready. So let's uh, get this little storm, as it's called. out of the way and kick things off with what in Bill's post game was known as the sweet taste of revenge. But let's let the preview do the talking as we cover the 425 games. And I and I and I think and I think we've covered most of the 425 games, but let's give Buffalo thing a chance to kick us off into the 425 games. As the question before this game went underway, well, I'll let the preview tell you. It's the calm before the storm. As we bring our half of the middle segment to a break. And we will continue our middle segment with the game balls right after our next break. So stay with us, Dolphins fans and Raiders fans. We haven't forgot about our other things we're doing. So stay right where you are. We are continuing things right after this. And of course, after we've looked at our 425 games on Sunday. Bill's preview. You have the floor. We got to rally around each other right now. We have to come together as a team. The fact that we're 5-5 five and five and our backs are against the wall. The clock's ticking on what we can do this season. Has the Bills championship window closed? Are they done? They're done. They're done. It starts this Sunday to try to turn this thing around. And we can't focus on the next week or the week after that, or we can't focus on the end of the season. we got to focus on the here and now, and that's Sunday against a team that's already beat us once this season. season. We are still in control of all the things that we really want to do. The Buffalo Bills take on the division rivals, New York Jets. I ain't worried about going to battle with anybody but this group right here. Put this game on us, and you know what we do. We hit, we strap, here we go. Let's go. 
Jets could dig it. On Sunday afternoon in football stadium of Highmark. But let's find out, shall we? The Buffalo Bills. Losers in week one. And now with the season on the line. The question, as portrayed by the preview, right before this game got started, was, are you done, Buffalo? Are you finished? Is that it? Is that the end of the football season for the Buffalo Bills? Yeah, no said all the Buffalo Bills teammates as they put on quite the smackdown to the New York Jets 32 to 6 wait what yes yes if you if you're saying exactly what i just said to you guys what do you think's wrong with that picture? Well, let's look at the week one matchup while we're at while we're at it. The one that somehow, as if Buffalo had seen a ghost, the New York Jets came back and won. This time, there was no comeback by the Jets. But there was certainly a fight in the Jets. As in week one, the Jets beat the Bills 22-16 to with an injured Aaron Rodgers. Needing Zach Wilson to bring the Jets a victory. And let's not forget, this game ended in overtime. This game needed overtime. But this game, this week's game, needed no overtime. It just needed Bill's Mafia, the entire NFL, and people who love sports in general to believe in the Buffalo way one more time, even if it was the last Buffalo Bills game.
that you would see in 2023 because we are moving into 2024. The new year. But man, did they deliver a smackdown. The final score once again. And I'm going to do the math on this one. 32 to 6. So how much did they beat? The Jets? Compared to how much the Jets beat them? They beat them by 26. And And when we look at the score from week one. Well. The Jets may have had 22, but even though the Bills had 16, was that a closer game? Yeah, it was kind of a close game. The Jets only lost by six. So, wow. The Bills grabbed 16. The Jets grabbed 22 in overtime. And to top it all off, all Buffalo loses in the week one matchup by is six. Six points. Wow. That was some improvement by the Bills. Once again, the final score in Orchard Park, New York. 32 to six. In or in favor of the Buffalo Bills. And the New York Jets, well, they took the L. And unfortunately, they're looking forward to their next matchup, which you can hear next matchup momentarily. Our final segment will be coming right up as we do the middle segment. But just before we wrap up this half middle segment, wrap up opening segment portion, what exactly went down in Tampa Bay and the other four o'clock game that we didn't cover in LA against the Los Angeles Rams and the Seattle Seahawks? Well, let's take it into San Fran. Before we go into the Los Angeles Rams game against the Seattle Seahawks. And by golly, was this a great good was this was this a good game? The San Francisco 49ers top didn't cream, didn't smack, but they top the Tampa Bay Buccaneers 27. To 14. Yeah, that was a good plan for the Buccaneers to get to get 14. Gone horribly wrong trying to win the football game. Because the Niners had the answer. And they got 27. But hey, at least it wasn't like the 32 to 6 game we just talked about. And I and and like I said I could go on about it, but we'd be here all day and I don't want to be here all day with you guys. So 
and we've got another post game to work with. I'll let you know how that's going when we get to the final segment. Maybe I'll do it at the wraparound of the middle segment. Who knows? Anyways, our final game that we'll get to on this look around as we're saving Sunday Night Football for after we've revealed the keys to victory, or before we've revealed the keys to victory, goes out on the Los Angeles Rams, or L.A. Rams, as they somehow managed to win a game against the Seattle Seahawks, but only by one. Unless, did we forget about the Steelers? I feel like we forgot about the Steelers. Let's talk about the Steelers on the back half of this middle segment. Which will come up after our break. Eh? Anyways. The. 17 goes to the. Los Angeles Rams. And the. Seattle Seahawks only get 16. That's a one point game and you want to talk about one point games you know what before we take the break let's just talk about the Sunday Night Football game so we just do the keys to victory and then we can just rephrase that for after we've done our keys to victory for that game anyways the Denver Broncos changed the narrative or have they beating the Minnesota Vikings 21 to 20, a one point game on Sunday Night Football. That was a pretty interesting game. I wouldn't be surprised if the Broncos of Denver had a chance at getting more than 21 points. But it is what it is. And for that reason, we will take our break. And then right before we get to our topic of conversation with our game balls of the game and our player of the game, we're going to talk about the Pittsburgh Steelers and their matchup against the Cleveland Browns. And if we forgot about the Dallas Cowboys, we'll also talk about the Dallas Cowboys and their matchup against the Carolina Panthers. Before we leave and get our break in, and we are going to do our Peace Victory of Monday Night Football, which is now currently in halftime. Let's send this in the break by looking at what the score is right now on Monday Night Football as of this time, as of the time of this recording. And right now it's the Kansas City Chiefs leading 17 to 7 over the Philadelphia Eagles. So it doesn't look like a great game for the Philadelphia Eagles right now, but still early. You've got another half to play. 
and we'll continue to check in with that as we proceed to wrap up. But now, let's take a brief timeout. Our player of the game is next. Our game balls of the game are next. Our wrap-up of the middle segment, look around the league, is next. And our kickoff of the final segment to our wrap-up of the final segment is also on the way. So stick with us. It is Dolphins Post Game right here on the Sports for Beginners podcast. And we will be back right after this. Looking for a sports podcast that covers sports weekly as well as gets you set up for the day? Check out Weekly in Sports with me, Scott McGregor. We give some shout outs of the week to podcasts like this one and those who do them discuss the Blue Jays, Bills, Raptors, and more. To learn more, check out the Sports for Beginners Facebook page. Search Sports for Beginners. It's time now for the Sports for Beginners Player of the Game. Here's our host of the program, Thomas McGregor of Dolphins Post Game. Who got the Who got the player of the game this time? Let's find out. It is Dolphin post game, and it is time for the player of the game. But first, let's re-ouch the game of Sunday that we did not talk about, or probably did talk about, we didn't talk about, though, because... We were still working on them through our opening slash finish of the middle segment. So let's do that. And we're going to start off with the dog pound in Cleveland as they got to beat the Pittsburgh Steelers, but only by a field goal. Three. Points. You want to talk about big points? How about this? The Dallas Cowboys absolutely hooked down down the Dallas Cowboys thirty-three to ten, and that would be all for them. That game, as I did the math, was twenty-six points. The Dallas Cowboys gained over the Carolina Panthers. And my goodness, I can't believe I'm saying it, but the Carolina Panthers, they laid an egg. They literally literally laid an egg. They just, they, I think they gave it to them. To the Dallas Cowboys.
quick reminder that the Kansas City Chiefs and the Philadelphia Eagles are underway right now. They are the Monday Night Football game, of which we will get to our keys to victory with Sunday Night Football's game on the other side. But first, now that we've gotten the look around out of the way, it's time we've got the player of the game out of the way. To take another to take a brief break in the action and wrap up our middle segment to transition to our final segment. And our players of the game, first from the Las Vegas Raiders, come courtesy of Josh Jacobs, but I give a runner up to Aiden O'Connell. The quarterback of the Las Vegas Raiders. I could do without the interceptions, three interceptions, but I will say 6.6 average carry of the touchdown, one touchdown. Hey, I mean, I don't need to tell you what the sacks were, so I'm just going to tell you what the yards were. He totaled 271 yards. For a completion of 24 out of 41 in terms of com- in terms of the quarterback that anyways, Josh Jacobs, the real player of the game, tacked on with 14 attempts. 39 yards, averaging just 2.8 a carry. And his longest yards was nine. To Miami we go. And the Miami Dolphins. Players of the game. Come in the sight of. Raheem Mozart. 22 attempts. 86 yards a carry. 3.9 yards a carry. And 10 being his longest yard of a rush. The real player of the game, though, I have to say, goes to Tyreek Hill. Mr. 146 yards, otherwise known as the Cheetah and the Roadrunner. 10 receptions on just 11 targets, averaging 14.6 a carry. One touchdown, 38 was his longest yard in this game. All right, that does it for our players of the game. And that does it for this half of the middle segment. Currently in action in the final quarter of play, the final two quarters of play. It is 17-7, Kansas City leading the Philadelphia Eagles. But as we transition over to our final segment, in which the Monday Night Football game could be over by the time we're done our post game, 
as we are recording this on Monday. In the evening. We will do our keys to victory for that game. And we will talk about the Sunday night matchup game, which is next. Following our game balls, which are the recap version of the wrap-up of the middle segment. Once again, the score in the two games that I really want to rephrase, that I want to go through all of them. The Miami Dolphins, our game, 20-13, Miami Dolphins over the Las Vegas Raiders and the J. E T Jet Jet Jets getting smacked around by the Buffalo Bills. This time nowhere to escape. Thirty-two to six, the final. We'll be right back with more Dolphins post game. Our wraparound of the middle segment is next. And we are getting down into the final segment before we completely close it out. So, yeah, that's it for us on the middle segment. But we will be back to round out the show. With first our game balls, and of course, we'll be taking you into Monday Night Football. If you are watching it or haven't been watching it with our keys to victory. As well as the look ahead. Lots, lots still to come on Dolphins post game, even though it is Monday, and this should be recorded on Sunday. That is it for us on the final segment or on the middle segment of this program. But we've got one more thing to do, and that's coming your way. So stick right with us. This has been your first for beginners. Player of the game on Dolphin Postgame. I wonder what's in store next players of the game for for beginners time on Dolphin's Postgame. But here's a break to let you catch your breath. We'll be right back with Dolphin's Postgame right after this. This is me swallowing my pride standing in front of you saying I'm sorry for that night And I go back to December Turns out freedom ain't nothing but missing you Wishing I'd realize what I Looking for conversations on the world of broadcasting, sports media, and from time to time, my favorite sports teams? Listen to Broadcast Map with me, Ali Musa. 
To learn more about the show and to view the upcoming schedule, like the Broadcast Map Facebook page. Search Broadcast Map. Welcome back to Dolphins Post Game, everyone. As we're about to hear, it's Sunday Night Football recap. And I will get to the keys to victory. We already got through our game balls of the game a little later, a little earlier. But we're going to go through them anyways on this end. And if you're tuning in from Buffalo Bills post game and you're just getting ready for fun action on the Monday night football field. I'm afraid you might have ran out of time. But if Monday night football hasn't happened for you guys, we're going to get to the keys of victory anyways. That game is currently underway in the Eastern time zone. It just reached the final quarter. And after this uh, notion, we'll get to the keys to the victory and look at the final score for the And look at the final score for the Seattle, for the Denver Broncos, and the Minnesota Vikings. All right, now that we've heard that intro of Sunday Night Football, and we'll get to Monday night in just a little bit. It's time to look at how Sunday night's game went. But before we do that, it's also time we look at our keys to victory from Sunday Night Football. So I've got two keys to victory for this game. I know it's kind of late to the party and the game has gone final and we will look at that game. Don't you worry. But the two keys to victory as I have are stay ahead and of course connect. Be, get, get everyone on the same page. Don't worry about the play. Get ready for the next play. Don't worry about that play. Don't worry about this play. Uh, Tua Tagovailoa mentioned it. Uh, our game, balls of the game, that wraps up the two keys to victory for um, Sunday Night Football. The final score of that game will be revealed momentarily. I will just get to the, the game balls very quickly here as I will mention them. So we got three key balls. Three game balls to give out to the Miami Dolphins. And those are number 26, the running back of the Miami Dolphins, who had three attempts, six yards, 2.0 average carry. Three was his longest yards. I feel like he could, I feel like you could do a lot better 
Uh, another game ball goes to our quarterback of the Miami Dolphins. 28 of 39 patches for attempts, 325 yards, 8.3 average, two touchdowns. Really have to work on that interception. One interception, and he got sacked once for a loss of two. And our last game ball again goes to Jalen Waddle. It would go to Mr. Tyreek Hill, but we gave him a player of the game. So we're going to go to Jalen Waddle for this. Eight targets, four receptions, 55 yards, 13.8 average of carry. 19 yards was his longest. Seeing as how we're in our Wrap up of the middle segment, and now we've in, now we've entered our final segment. It is time to look at what the final score of Sunday Night Football's game was, and did they meet the expectations? I would say I think they did meet the expectations, but it was pretty close, and I can see why. Some, not all, but some people might have looked at this game like it was. Kind of a boring Sunday night football game. Yes, it was competitive. Yes, there was scores, but it was 21 to 20 in favor of the Denver Broncos. Now I feel like it could be changing the guards a little bit. Um, as mentioned in the half half of the middle segment, we looked around the league. The Steelers lose to the Cleveland Browns 13 to 10. The Dallas Cowboys beat the Carolina Panthers 33-10. to 10. The Chicago Bears get beat by the Detroit Lions 31-26. And of course, the Buffalo Bills manhandled the New York Jets 32-6. The Cardinals win or lose a game to the Houston Texans 21-16. 23-20 Green Bay over the Chargers. 34-14 Jaguars over the Titans. Giants 31, Commanders 19. 27 victors go the 49ers over the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who have 14. The Seattle Seahawks and the LA Rams pop up a win streak of 16 and 17. The LA Rams. Taking the victories, though. And our Thursday night football game, 34-20. Baltimore over Cincinnati. Our game, 20-13. Dolphins over 
Las Vegas Raiders. And speaking of which, I gave you the Dolphins game balls of the game. But in case we haven't talked about who the game balls of the game go to for the Las Vegas Raiders, the one the game ball of the game I'm going to give it to is Devontae Adams. 13 targets, 7 receptions, 82 yards, 11.7 average, 1 touchdown, 46 yards. So yeah, those are your game balls of the game. Those are your, uh, yeah, those are your game balls of the games. And it's now time to wrap up our keys to victory and get ready for our break in the action. With the likes of our final break and Monday Night Football's keys to victory. So let's get to our final, so let's get to our keys to victory on Monday Night Football, which is currently underway. The score currently is 14-17 Eagles over the Kansas City Chiefs. They trail by three. The Kansas City Chiefs lead by three, I do believe. And wait a minute. As we're going to the keys to victory, the score just changed. It is now it is now the Philadelphia Eagles in the lead, twenty-one to seventeen, with six minutes and twenty seconds on the fourth quarter clock. Uh oh, time must be ticking. Kansas City fans better get loud at Arrowhead for your Kansas City Chiefs. Speaking of getting loud, here are the keys of Monday Night Football Victories. So, number one, get ahead and stay ahead. So, basically, let your defense do all the work when you've got ahead. And when you're on the ball, continue to make plays that will keep you ahead. Of the game, and keep your other and keep your opponent guessing. Number two, offense and defense. Let's connect. Let's get on the same page. Don't worry about the previous play. Just get ready for the next play. Uh, Tua mentioned it in one of my previous post games that we've done on Dolphins post game. You know, just get ready for the next play and prepare for. Battle in the dying seconds, which I guess would be now the fourth quarter. And we are getting to our third key to victory. And our third key to victory is just just don't take any penalties. I know you've probably taken some penalties in this game, but just don't take any penalties. Let's see. By after our break, if these teams have taken penalties or they have gone by some of the expectations that we've given them. The Dolphins and the Vegas Raiders next five games are on the board next. 
for our post game shows, we send you over to Buffalo Bills post game, which is coming your way in a matter of moments from now. But for most of you, if you have just listened to Buffalo Bills post game, it, you could be tuning in to Penguins post game. Whatever the case, those are what are on tap for you. And I've got some announcement regarding our Dolphins post game. And I'll probably talk about that atop our next five games of the. Vegas Raiders, and Miami Dolphins. You're listening to Dolphins Post Game, and it continues to wrap up right after this. I am your host, Thomas McGregor, and we'll see you in a few minutes right after this break. another look with Gerda Felix and Melanie Tadio Malo, two powerful women of diverse backgrounds having genuine, unique, and uncomfortable conversations that everyone needs to have. Join Melanie and Gerda for conversations about what is missing from human connections. Oh, Monday night. Day night, eh? Dolphins post game is being recorded on Monday night. And I've got other shows to do on my on the ice and behind the benches feed afterwards. But Dolphins post game is back here as we continue to look forward to the wraparound of the Monday night football matchup going on in. Arrowhead between the Kansas City Chiefs and the Philadelphia Eagles. Which right now, the Kansas City Chiefs are down 21 to 17. But how but how much are they down? Well, let's take a look, shall we? According to my calculator, it's a four-point game. So they ain't down by much, and they're certainly not out of it. But the calculators can lie. Of course, this information is coming courtesy of CBS Sports, the CBS Sports app. Download the app and follow your favorite team 
it is CBS Sport. The app where you can find every single sport there is to offer and even follow your favorite team. Let's get down to business with the Las Vegas Raiders. Losers in this game. But can they become winners next week? They go head-to-head in a 425 matchup against the Kansas City Chiefs next Sunday afternoon, week 12. As Kansas City makes the trip to Las Vegas, At Elegant Stadium, Paradise, Nevada. Then it's a bye week for the Vegas Raiders. How about that for the bye week? You wait so long to get a bye week. And you get to end it on a day where you have to go nowhere. You could stay home. And do whatever you want with your family. On week 13. Of the NFL season. Meanwhile. When you get back to work. The Minnesota Vikings. Are in town. For a 4.05. Kickoff against the Vegas Raiders. And then it's all hands on deck with the Chargers on Thursday night football. In, again, your home court, as they would say in basketball, but we're going to call it home field. And, well, look at that. You end it You went into the bye week against the Chiefs, and now you're back against the Chiefs right after you faced the Chargers. The very, very next week after a Vikings matchup and a bye week on week 13. Oh, boy. Won't that be fun? I wonder who's going to win the first Chiefs versus Raiders game. Will it be the Chiefs or will it be the Raiders? And then who's going to win the second Chiefs game? Will it be the Raiders or the Chiefs? No one knows until those games go final. But until they do, that wraps up the next few games for the Vegas Raiders. And as we've hit our final segment, our final portion, let's smack around the Miami Dolphins with their next five games as we get shorter and shorter on the weeks that follow. Yes, Buffalo, you are our last team. We all get it. 
But according to some reports and the game preview that we just used, and you probably heard this on Bill's post game. For those of you who didn't hear it, you heard it right here on Dolphins post game. The question was, are they done? Question mark. Is the season over? Well, we'll all find out in the coming weeks. But before we get there, it's time for some Friday night football action next week on Miami Dolphins. In the afternoon, no less, as it's Black Friday, and you know what Black Friday means, don't you? Yeah, the sales are on. But you also know what's interesting? Instead of a 1 o'clock start, a 2 o'clock start, a 4 o'clock start, an 8 o'clock start, this is a freaking 3 o'clock kickoff. And it's against the New York Jets, who, as I mentioned, just got their butts handed to by the Oh, sweet revenge, Buffalo Bills. <laughs> From week one. And that was on Monday night. It ain't Monday night no more. It's Sunday. Well, technically it is Monday. But to rephrase the Jets game with the other Jets game from week one of the NFL season. It ain't week one anymore. That was week 11's final. The Buffalo Bills. Oh, boy. They went down a guy, but they didn't let a ghost come back to haunt the Jets. And we're still hoping for Aaron Rodgers' safe return. He might, he might, he might, with Zach Wilson down for a count, he just might make a return to uh, the field if cleared when he faces the Jets. And the Dolphins are the team to face. Who knows? After that, we've got a matchup between the Commanders at 1 o'clock on Fox. On week 13, it's the Washington Commanders taking on the already probably undefeated by now, Miami Dolphins. But they ain't undefeated. Their record is 7-3 and three right now. They've lost three games and they've won seven for the Miami Dolphins. And then it's Tyler Rowland, Locked On Titans, versus Kyle Krabs of Locked On Dolphins and Locked On Draft Dudes with the Miami Dolphins and your Tennessee Titans. Taking on each other on Monday Night Football. That should be an interesting matchup. Our last game we'll look at. Out of these next five games for the Dolphins. I think we're talking six. Is another match with the Jets. This time it's at one o'clock. And it's at Hard Rock Stadium. Speaking of Hard Rock. Since that is a Sunday 
after a Sunday and a Monday and a Friday in week 12, 13, and 14. Here's the best time to give you the knowledge of what's going to happen amidst the Titans and Jets game. Now, I probably said it on the previous Dolphins post games, but when we get to after the Commanders game between the Miami Dolphins and the Washington Commanders, you won't be seeing a Dolphins post game here on Sports for Beginners until after the second and final meeting of the season against the New York Jets, where we will talk about both the Tennessee Titans game and the New York Jets game. So there'll be two Dolphin post games, one after the other. In one whole Dolphin post game. We will then return to solo Dolphin post games. When the Dallas Cowboys come to town. To take on the Miami Dolphins at Hard Rock Stadium. And we will take on the Baltimore Ravens. No, no, no. Let's not get ahead of ourselves there. Let's end it where the Dallas Cowboys is. So, yes, we will return to solo single Dolphin post games after the Dallas Cowboys game has gone final. But unfortunately, for all of us, once we hit week 17, that will be the end of Dolphins post game until the postseason. If there are chances for postseason content for the Miami Dolphins, we'll see where the cards draw by the end of the NFL season. So anyways, those are your next five games for both the Vegas Raiders and the Miami Dolphins. And with that all being said, we didn't get to our officials for the referees in the game, but you know what? That's okay. So how about instead we look at where our attendance record is and where the station is receiving this game from. And as we've arrived on a Monday night recording of Mon- of Dolphins post game, this game has reached the Sports for Beginners studio of Dolphins post game. From a Hard Rock attendance record of 66,026 people in attendance. Let me say that again. Hard Rock Stadium be the venue, Miami Gardens, Florida be the area. To an attendance record of 66,200. Or, for better words, 66,026. 
people in attendance. Your referee was Bill Benovich. We do have the referee here. But anyways, we have reached the finale of this show. Thank you very much for listening to it. I know it was a little late on schedule. But hey, a Dolphins postgame is a Dolphins postgame at the end of the day. So thank you very much for for listening. And let's see if Monday Night Football brings us a better game. As it is our last game, they are now past the two-minute warning with Kansas City on the ball. They trail by four points, 17 to 21. But that is it for us. Thank you very much for listening. I am gone from the Sports Reganer studio until Friday when the next Dolphins game begins. So until then, Dolphins Nation, fins up. Vegas Raiders fans, I hope you're having a great week so far. And I'm hoping you guys have a bounce back week this week. But a lot can change with the team. And a lot can change with the season. So let's just hope for a victory. And for us Dolphin fans out there, let's hope for another W. Again, Dolphins postgame returns Friday on the Sports Reginners podcast. And with that all being said, you have just listened to Dolphins postgame on the Sports for Beginners podcast where the Dolphins play their football. And we're sending you to Bills postgame. We're sending you to Pittsburgh postgame. However, you may be streaming this podcast. We're sending you to either team's post-game show with your host, Scott McGregor, taking the reins. Of those shows. With this being our final. Our closing message is next. And that is it for us. I will catch you on Friday. See you then, Fins Nation. And let's have a great week up to Friday. I'm out, boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen. I'm out. Dolphins postgame has wrapped up. Thank you very much for listening. And shout Take us to Buffalo Bills post-game. I'm out, ladies and gentlemen. Our closing message is next. Stay safe out there. And here we go. Our closing message with the sound of a bill. Make me wanna shout. kick your heels up and shout. throw your hands up and shout. throw your head back and shout. But come on now, the bills are making it happen now. Stand up now, come.
Thank you for listening to Dolphins Post Game. If you want to relive the show or want to relive any of our Dolphin Post Games until Friday, you know where to find them on the Sports for Beginners podcast feed. Just look up Dolphins Post Games and keep up to date with the Sports for Beginners website on previous Dolphins post-game shows or up-and-coming Dolphins post-game shows by visiting Sports for Beginners podcast number zero dot wordpress dot com and remember that it is never goodbye it is always until next time we'll see you around Finns Nation Peace out. We're in the air, we're on the ground, we're always in control. And when you say Miami, you're talking Super Bowl, cause we're the Miami Dolphins.